Luol wants to recap what's going on and what happened last session. Because I don't remember. <laughs> Hang on. Let me pull up my notes, too. Y'all are still trying to figure out who exactly wants to talk to you. As well as how to avoid all the people that want to kill you because that person wants to talk to you. Mine are non-existent. I am bad at this. You say I have some. Let's see, Maria's still working on Synthus Network. Therida was working on Anima's Armor. Vi and Spectra talk for a little bit. We get to learn more about Spectra then. And we find out she's looking for answers and trying to figure out a signal. Z talked to Vi about Verda's parents. We find out that Verda's parents just sort of vanish. Her dad's interesting. Her dad's fun. Mm -hmm. He's executing one of his many, 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 many escape plans. Yeah. Which involve him, his wife, and then... What was it? All the people allied to him? Probably a good fourth or an eighth of the government. Okay, yeah. Which is fun. Yeah, solid portion of the government. Because I imagine some of the people he worked with, he may not necessarily trust enough to bring along. But most of it's like, hey, remember that contingency I told you all about? Yeah, now please. They're also leaving or disappearing. We're not fully sure if they're also going to where Farida's parents are going. Which is actually the uh, note on this side is actually, it turns out, is Undus, the Promethean homeworld. Yep. So, that's really cool. At some point, I very specifically remember that Anima had Farida lifted over her head. Yes. That happened. That was, that was what, what, what Vi walked into, and she's like, um, Farida? Yeah. <laughs> that happened and was yeah. important. Um, also, Spectra has everyone heading to a safe house that no one else knows about to hide out. At some point, Farida had the idea of laying a false trail to see who comes after it. Yeah. And then we found an escape pod sending out an emergency signal. Oh yeah, that happened. Yeah, that was just very <sighs> far from everything, so Spectra told him, like, yeah, we could have ignored it, but there's literally nothing out here, and we can't leave them to die. We don't know who they are, but... Oh, that's right, and I got very suspicious. Yeah, <laughs> and Spectra was just sitting there like, you know I've done this before, right? We've been together for like a month. Yes, I actually do have a response for that, now that we've recapped and I remember what was happening last session. Which is... Yes, and we also just talked about basically setting a trap that looks the exact same as this. So, I apologize if I am paranoid, however, comma. In any case, my paranoia was not meant to be interpreted with such malice as it seems everybody is concerned that I am having. I am concerned for whatever or whoever is inside of that thing. There are other exterior factors that I'm concerned about as well. And I think both should be treated. As necessary. Oh, yeah. There's reason they are locked in quarantine right now. That's true, because we did pick them up, and they are locked in quarantine right now. Now I have another thought with that, now that you've said that. Alright, so, after y'all get let 
out. I know I kind of like hand wave through the evening, but I think I might rewind a bit. Is there anything people want to do before dinner? Yeah. Vi, what are you doing before dinner? It's probably like about an hour, hour and a half until dinner. Okay, it's just a couple things. First of all, Vi would probably go to Spectra's and talk to her real quick. Yeah, she's probably up in the helm. Okay, yeah, so she'd go there. Hey, Spectra? Yes? Is everything alright? Mm, hopefully. There's, well, no real problems as of yet. I just have a couple of quick things. Since we have this uh, temporary passenger, are we going to have to drop them off somewhere before we get to the safe house or put the plan in motion? There are a couple of places nearby enough to where we can drop them off and get back to where we were going without anyone particularly knowing where we are going. Alright. And then, do you think that it would be unwise to send any communications out? Or should we just not worry about that? Or just be careful? prefer to be careful depending on the kind of communication also because of our larger situation but mm. I believe I can trust your judgment on this okay I just need to talk to my mentor real quick anything new going on in the federation I need to know about yes probably we just found out about actually right before our passenger came on well right before we found them that Ferda's parents are heading out of the Federation. They're actually going to, I believe it's the planet Undus, that they're heading to in Alliance space, which raises several questions. And it's not just them. According to Ferda, it is also going to be a good amount of people that her father was sort of allied with. For clarity's sake, I would have expressed that they probably aren't all going the same way. It's very easy to track a group of people. Okay. They're not going the same way, and they may not even be going to the same planet, but uh, there's going to be a large number of disappearances. There have been, but I don't know if they have been noticed yet. She just kind of stares at you and blinks a couple of times as she processes that. It, yeah. That is going to have some rather large ramifications in that part of space. I might need to warn a couple of people to keep an eye out, because... Yeah. I don't think the, the higher-ups in the Federation are going to react well to a good part of the government just disappearing with no trace. Yeah, that's what I need to talk to my mentor about. I don't want him caught in the crossfire. There's some muttering under her breath in Kesh about people making things complicated. It's probably a good thing that they're leaving, but also... Mm, there's gonna be consequences. Yeah, and I can no longer contact Ferda's parents, but... Hopefully they will still be able to contact me once they are... Let's say stable. Their location is relatively stable. Or safe. 
I was gonna have you roll, but with your passive perception, she's not particularly trying to hide it. She just pulled something up on her tablet, and it looks like a dossier or something on Fair Does That. Not like a lot of super detailed information, but she's just kind of like looking at the vague who he works with. The public file. Yeah, more or less the public file, because you're not entirely sure exactly how much information she ferreted out of the Federation. Alright. Because she was there for a while, she's looking at it, and, like, looking at all the people, and she's like, Okay. Okay, it... This should be fine. We might have to deal with this later, but I'll start reaching out to some people to keep an eye out, because that's also going to be a lot of relocations and more yeah. incoherent muttering and cash. <laughs> to be clear, the purpose of all of these people relocating is that none of them pay for the father leaving. That was his first concern. He was like, no, no, okay. I'm not going to have any of my underlings pay because I leave. They're all getting out of here. No. Yeah, no. Spectra gets that, but there's also, it's just, it's just like, probably <sighs> a good move because there's some stuff going on, but also... <laughs> this is a logistical nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if anybody was counting on that section of the government to do any type of political action after a certain point, they just don't exist. So a whole bunch of people are probably going to be allowed to run rampant. At least until the power vacuum is refilled. Yeah. Well, the question is, who's going to be in charge of refilling that? Yeah. We're not in the Federation. We don't know, and we can't affect Christ. it. Wait, okay. Vi would, after pulling up the dossier... We'll probably be like, wait, it. Oh, you're right. There'll be a lot of people. Be a lot of problems with the government. Uh, do you know what section Farrah's father was in of the government? I think FBI director. Looks like he was in charge of certain branch of security and information gathering. Not necessarily secret, but. It's not as well known. Not I wasn't able to dig up a lot on that, but I did gather he was one of the good ones and if he and all of his people are leaving it's probably a good call because some parts would probably try and use this as an excuse to get rid of them anyway but that's, oh, that's not going to be good. Oh, I agree. It's a good thing for them but this may cause more problems as well. It Probably will. But we know now and can get people looking on it. I'm not sure if there's anyone else under, but I know who will know. And she's like pulling up several different conversations, like setting up a time. Talking about like, hey, we need to talk and just... Actually, no, first she's just compiling a, a general message of the gist of what you told her. And mm -hmm. things to look out for. She's just copy-pasting that into several different conversations. Yeah. Mm. With a little tagline on the end of saying, I still need to be radio silent, but also, shit's happening. Yeah. <laughs> I picked up a yeah. problem child. Yeah. I picked up several problem children. For clarity's sake, I do feel like Farida would have mentioned that she's one of the first people to know that this is going on and to shout cast boy this general's gone to the masses in the federation is not a good idea 
No, this isn't going to people in the Federation. This is going to very specific individuals in the Alliance that... She may not include specifics on names, but... Because she's smart enough to not give away things that are a bit too much, but also... Okay. There might be an exodus of government officials. I will explain more later. Keep an eye out on this, 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 this point. like points she knows where it would be easy to get out. We'll explain more when I don't have to be in hiding. She would explain she's letting people know who know how to be discreet and not let that get out in the Federation side. But also just people who would be able to direct the ship so for people that don't know where they're going, they don't get lost in Because the Alliance is hard to find if you don't know where it is. I'm assuming that part of his pastime is making sure that they know where they're going, but... Just double-checking. But if they're not on the same ship, yeah. Mm-hmm. Things happen, it's... Also, it might take a while if you don't have the ability to jump. Yeah. So she's just contacting people who could assist with this to get all these people somewhere safe. At that point, Vi messages her mentor, being like, I know I told you a little bit ago about Farida's parents disappearing. Well, I spoke with her more, and it's not just her parents that are disappearing, or have disappeared. It is a good chunk of her father's section of the government. All of his like underlings and people he was allied with, or, or well, as many like, be connected to him. It's not like 500 people have vanished. It's like 35. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. He's not evacuating the janitors who had nothing to do with what he was working on. Okay, Yeah. so... Yeah. People who are connected to him either have disappeared or will disappear soon. Now, we shouldn't let anyone know, as you probably already understand, but you may want to leave sooner rather than later, or be ready. It's going to be very problematic. There are a couple of responses <laughs> that are cash words that he never taught you. Mm. But you've heard them before. Shouted angrily, but he never taught you what they mean. Mm. <laughs> you two never say that. <laughs> There's also, you make a lot of interesting friends, don't you? Yeah. In my defense, I did not know this was going to happen until it was already happening, but... Yes... Excuse me. Are the people that work the illicit side of espionage calling me interesting? (laughs) Come now. Interesting is probably the most positive word for it. It's the whole situation. I I think another thing he says is, this is going to just give them more fodder for this, quotes around the word, investigation of theirs. Yeah, that's why I wanted to warn you, in case we're in greater danger than we thought. His response to that is, I think this might be a good time to go to the beach. Which you understand is, I'm going to find a place where there's a lot of cash, so I can just blend in and disappear until I figure out how the hell I'm going to get out of here. Uh, Alright. I don't know. Keep me updated. Will do. Might also invite, and then he lists a couple of people y'all are close-ish to, to go to go to the beach. Which is 
It's like, hey, you need to disappear for a while. Or longer, but yeah. Alright. That was really all I had. Well, thanks for letting me know. I need to get out of this house before people start coming to investigate what the swearing was about. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't you the one who told me to never start yelling in a mission? I'm not on a mission! <laughs> That's not the point here. <laughs> yeah, I, go, 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 go. Thanks, Z. Okay, stay safe. Please try and not light the government on fire from afar. I'll try, but... Too late, question mark? <laughs> yeah, it's a little late for that. And uh, we're kind of setting up a trap slash goose chase for some of the people here. So uh, we'll see how that goes. I'll talk to you later. I think I need a drink. Yeah, have one for me too, please. <laughs> this is going to be a long few days or hours. don't know. Fun reminder, there is a bar on the Opal Star. Here's the thing. With all the stuff going on, Vi's not gonna drink right now. <laughs> Maybe later. Fair. After it's done. Right now, no. Just a friendly reminder, there is a bar. Y'all have never been to it that I know of, but there is a bar on the ship. It can be run by a small amount of people, but it can also cater a larger amount of people. And Spectre learned the importance of when you're traveling with lots of people having a bar on the ship. <laughs> Especially in her line of work. Anything else anyone wants to do before dinner? I think I'm finishing up repairs on Anima's suit, if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah. 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 Just finished working on that. Roll d d20 and add your proficiency. I think you can have advantage because you said you've worked with stuff similar to this before. Or I was no. going to ask if she could have advantage because I was helping. Or that too, yeah. And also, am I adding my intelligence to this? Is it more of an intelligence thing or more of a physical skill-based thing of putting it back together? Yeah, since I'm giving you proficiency because, like, tool proficiency, we can make it plus intelligence. How well are you able to fix this? How is it looking when you're done? Nope, not there. Not there. Not there. This is why I have paper character sheets. I don't know where you put it this time. You didn't tell us. No. Yeah, no. You didn't tell us. Somehow our character sheet is missing. Well, with advantage, both dice rolled 16. We had a proficiency of what since we're level 3? Uh, One? I think it's plus 2. I think y'all are 4, aren't you? Yeah, we're level 4. I yeah, you're level mm -hmm. 4. Isn't it just okay. plus two? Yes. That's what it says on my sheet. Yeah. That's why when you okay. said four, I was like, wait, what? Yeah, so with that plus whatever your intelligence is, because Farida's real smart, it may not be, like, pristine perfect, but it's significantly better than it was before. Yeah, 16 plus three plus minimum of two. We're at 21. We're already pushing past 20, so we're in good shape. So... And then your suit's probably better than it was when you first got it. Yo. And it smells so much nicer. And there have been some ports which originally were closed, you know, with stuff to seal them up, for auxiliary add-ons to your armor, which 
Farida has pointed out to you and kind of removed the edges of the sealant that are trying to hide the fact that you can upgrade your armor. She's like, so these are spots where you can put stuff that's also useful. I don't think we have access to anything of that right now, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Might be useful. Just a little. Armor upgrades are great. Yes. Huh. Neat. Yep. After time, you get privately called using a system that would not display any information into the quarantine room that it's time for dinner. Y'all all head to the mess hall. Who else could be there? I think Ty is currently piloting, but Spectre's watching and relaying instructions on her tablet, because no one else really knows how to get where we're going, but this is a stretch where she can let him take over and just occasionally like, okay, now go this way. And Tully's there. Maria is there as well. There's yummy food of some sort. There's nothing really new that has come up on anything that people are looking at. What do people want to talk about now that everyone's mostly in the same room? I don't really have anything uh, at the moment. If they're still working on the stuff, then... Yeah. Well, I still have a question. So... Since we're going with Berta's plan to just sort of find out who is either responsible for the bounty or just ways we can try to track them, would it be possible to receive any signals they're putting out for sending messages, especially, so we can hopefully find out who they are speaking with as well? Or would that cause a trace that they could potentially bring back to us because we're going to be somewhere sort of nearby correct what was it we were going to be behind an asteroid or a moon or some other satellite hidden yeah hidden somewhere there are some ways that we can monitor their communications we may not be able to get all of the information but we can definitely get something to work with and I believe we have the security system on the ship will, even if they track back, give us enough time to get far away from wherever they were hiding before they have a chance to come and find us. Yes, my idea was actually to go very low-tech with this and just get a camera and point it at them. You can't trace the fact that there's light bouncing off of them, and we can pick that up with the camera. Yes, I just... We have to figure out how to get it back up. We don't want people to start watching that area, seeing what will happen, and then have them see, like, a shuttle come down and up. Yeah. I was actually thinking of just using the information as the bait, and not actual, like, people or a shuttle or anything that's actually a thing. Just say, we're gonna be there. And then see if, for example, they think they've showed up earlier, or that we're showing up late. Right? And see if they wait. Yeah. Be far enough away that we can see whenever something arrives, and then that's the trap. We're not there. The whole trap is the information. And by using something like a camera, there's nothing that they're tracing. Yes, unless they are somehow nearby and can see something go back onto the planet to retrieve something or whatever and then come back. Oh, that's why I meant to not put anything on the planet in the first place. 
for us from far away to take a picture of them. Okay, so we would just be taking pictures of the ship? Or whoever it is that arrives. Any information is better than nothing, and I really don't want to put anyone in danger for this. This is a baitless trap. Or at least the trap is virtual. That is to say, it's the information. So... Nothing's going down to the planet. Nothing. Okay. So, how are we going to be able to take pictures of beings from a planet's surface if we're not on the planet? If we are somewhere away from the planet? We don't necessarily need to see the beings. What we need to see is the ship that brings them in. Okay, so we will just be taking pictures of the ship. Yes. The ideal thing is that whoever it is they send down to the planet will be basically functioning like an anchor for that ship. Mm -hmm. That ship's not going to be able to go anywhere while they have somebody down on planet. I mean... They could, but that would be <laughs> in bad taste most of the time. Um, so I'm just counting on that ship being like, okay, you go down there, we're also going to stay hang out out here, and we can be like an entire planet away and just be like, ooh, shit, snip, snip. Alright, that should hopefully... The ships should be large enough for that. We won't get a lot of information, but as long as we can see the ship, we can work with that. And actually, if we can't see the ship, but we happen to see Pod pop out of thin air mm -hmm. and then go down to the planet, that also gives us information. That is to say, whatever their ship is, is somehow invisible. That is true. Spectra, you told us before that you changed the docking number, the sort of identification number for the Opal Star. How easy is that to do normally? I just wouldn't want us to get like pictures of those for those ships and then find out that those are sort of fake numbers. So the docking number isn't actually painted on the ship? Just to context, it's not like a license plate, it's a digital thing. Mm. Okay. Is there any sign or anything that we can look for for identification purposes? Because I know that shuttle that we were looking at a while ago, what feels like a while ago. It's been like a month. Yeah. We haven't found anything on that yet. There are just possibilities. It depends on who's sending what and what they send. Because some people put their mark on everything, but other people are more careful, and it depends on if they can see it in person. I believe Maria said she was able to narrow it down somewhat to a list of names, so we can keep an eye out if there's any connections to them. Alright. My thinking was makes and models of ship Cassie or guns that are on the ships of special models or engines that are special or different. Even if there's not like characteristic painting or names on the ship or anything like that, I feel like finding out what the ship is, where it's from, is it a bulky freighter from XYZ place? Or if it's a fast frigate from another place? Or if it's like a very special cruiser that's only like a one-off that we can easily point and say, this is the person that made that ship. So we can go look at their list of names, cross-reference it to Maria's thingamajig, and then see what names line up. Honestly, I'm not thinking that we're going to get a ton of information, but I think that we're going to get a good lead. That sounds like a solid plan. This is the first time Maria's piping up. She's not looking up from her tablet. I actually, no, I think she does look up from her tablet to get a nod of approval before going back to her tearing apart Cypress network and researching three different things. She's good at multitasking, because she has her own business that she runs herself. 
Sounds like a good plan. There's a fair amount of information we can gather from that. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. And if they, if they are very careless, we will just get a straight-up name written on the side of their ship. This is a... The lowest that we can get is potential of special pieces of the ship. But the high end is we know exactly who this is. With very low investment on our part. That is to say, we only need to be in the same system. We can be pretty far away and still get a picture of them. Alright. The ship is capable of having such a camera spectra? I mean, I'm hoping in sci-fi land we got pretty okay cameras, considering we have pretty okay cameras in real life. Yeah, Spectre gets this mark. I think you'll find the ship has far above the standard with the most things. Alright. I was not ready to make assumptions, but it's always good to know that a, a hunch is correct. <laughs> I mean, when you know the people that make the technology, it's easier to get access to prototypes and things like that. Mm-hmm. Actually, then that begs the question, do we even need to be in the same system? Because the further away that we can be, the better. Yeah, the less chance of being found. It would work better in the same system, but good news is there are several systems near enough to where we are going where we could do this and then disappear, and even if they're able to chase our jump trail... There are ways to leave a trail even if you're no longer in the lane. Tali's just like, no, please don't do that to me again. Okay, I think I have expressed all of my idea. Is there any uh, major issues with the idea that I'm not thinking of? Part of it might depend on just how paranoid to the person we're trying to find is. Fair enough. Or how well-armed the other people that are trying to find us are. I guess the question is, if we set the bait, then what if they send bait to catch our bait, and we catch that bait, and then they really just come in and get us? How many layers of bait is being placed? Are they sending bait to go grab our bait? But I feel like that's uh, going down a not very helpful rabbit hole. Yeah. No, not really. The reasons for that would be bad. I mean, if they do that, we just shoot them out of the sky and move on with life. That would also require them knowing that we're setting a trap. Yes, which would mean either the ship has been compromised, and there is a bug. That would suck. Or several in here. Or there's a mole. Which would also suck. Neither of those are quite possible. Nell has some capabilities that are not standard for ship VI, and that she's partially AI, but yes, that's not going to happen. Plus, we have set quite a few redundancies and backups. Takes a healthy dose of skepticism out of the fountain in the middle of the table, places on her plate, continues to eat. God, I feel so paranoid of everything now. Yes. That's now? what happens when you're on the run for the entire game. Now? Now? Yeah, that's right. Now? now? We're skeptical now? <laughs> you do remember the first episode where I was like, are there any gas holes in this room where I could try to kill us that way? Mm-hmm. One of these days y'all will learn to trust things. And that's when bad yeah. things will happen. 
Not always. We'll see. Plus, with the ways I've several of my protocols set up, when people think they're trying to do one thing, they're really doing another. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe we can be far enough away that even if they send bait to try to grab our bait, we can still be far enough away to see them send bait. That's why, well, that's not fully why, but that's partially why I was hoping that we could record any communications they send out of the ship. To the next ship? Oh, that'd be interesting. Yes. I feel like if we're too far away, then we can't, because, for example, okay, so if our target is this cowboy hat right over my left shoulder, they send in a ship to here and Mm -hmm. send their target to the cowboy hat. If we are where my nose is, we can't hear the communication between these two. But if for some reason we're here between the two, then this one is going to see us being between the two. Yes, unless we are very well hidden, which we could still be seen then, so yeah. Yes. On the other hand, we might not be able to catch their their signal, but if we are where my nose is, then we do see these people between us and the target. Depending on how well they're hidden, yes. And how well they're hidden, even if it's so well that we can't see them, will provide us with some amount of filtering for what we need. I'm picturing during this whole conversation, Anne is just sitting there enjoying her food. Very lost. <laughs> yeah. I think if we hang out on Pluto and watch, we can set the trap on, like, Mercury or something that doesn't have much of an atmosphere, and just watch from stupid far away. That way we will see a big ship arrive, a small ship go, and then we will hopefully get what we need from that. Spectre gives you strange like there's no planets with that name anywhere near where we're going. Hmm. I think I remember there being something um, in some ancient history books about Pluto and Mercury, yeah. but pretty sure humans do exist in this particular universe. <laughs> so the soul system does exist, I think. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be like just unclear. Also, you're frozen in case you're trying to talk to us, uh, and uh, you can hear us yeah. through Zencaster just fine. But yeah, on Discord, you're just making this really doubtful face, and there's no sound coming. Yeah! Me? Start the recording. I'm really sad I didn't get that recorded, because that would have been great. There you go. And now I can see my voice moving on the line, so I know the system's recording me. Yeah, everyone should be coming through just fine. I'll let you know if I can see you talking but can't hear you. Hooray. Alright. We were discussing different plans for things. Some point Spectra will pipe up and say, I do know the perfect place to do this. Fantastic, because I had no idea where to actually do it. I just had a list of things we needed. I've done similar tricks enough to this before. Oh, fantastic. I will be excited to learn some of your tricks. Tell if I said, oh yeah, because there was a one time we accidentally intercepted a shipment for this person who was in hiding, and we used that to lure him out. That bounty was fantastic. We don't normally do bounties, but that worked out real well. And also how this person was a little bit impulsive when it came to exactly one thing in the universe, and that was the one thing we somehow intercepted. I'm still not entirely sure how that ended up on their ship, but yeah, it's where I go. 
That's good. So the question is, how are we going to pass along this information? The information that is the trap. Does this ship have a GPS signal? Galaxy positioning system. I mean, not at the moment. Well, but, but it can. If needed. Does that signal have an identifier on it? Once again, not at the moment. But it can. I think I see where you're going with this. Do we have a small, pointless automaton which we can provide with the signature of this ship and chuck it into the void of space at that location and just have it yell, I'm the Opal Star! I'm going over here! Repeatedly, until it lands on the planet one way or another. I think Tali could probably rig something. Legs definitely could if we can get him out, if we ever get him out of engineering. Which, it might be a while. Okay, cool. So I have a dumb idea of how to do this, though. More specifically. We put a time delay on it, so that it's just a pointless piece of space junk for a hot second. And we throw it from outside of the solar system, and have it gravity sling its way around all of the planets and the star in the middle till it hits the point. The most convoluted route possible. And we do it from outside the solar system. We just chuck it. While it's doing all of those gravity slings and flips around the around the solar system before it arrives at the planet, we get out of dodge, and then we come back a different direction. While it's still wasting time orbiting, right? We pick our spot and we sit down quietly. At this point, the timer, which is self-isolated inside of the machine, goes off, and then things like, I have purpose now, and start saying that it's the Opal Star. At which point, it will make a beeline to the planet where we are going to be leaving. That's an option. That also relies on a lot of space junk not getting in the way. It's, it's, it's a shot. It's, that's why we make it small. <laughs> so that if we have to do it more than once, we can't. Without a ton of material getting lost. The more jerry-rigged, the better. Nothing valuable is being shocked. If I can make this out of garbage that we would just eject normally... I'm going to do that. <laughs> that is an option. Also, since I haven't done this ever before, this is really just me winging it. I am more than happy to hear your ideas. As always, Verda. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very entertaining idea. I just had an image of, like, Claptrap. This is being flung in space. <laughs> and I'm like, yep. That is the inspiration. <laughs> Just yeeting Claptrap to yeet. death. You want to. Uh-huh. I mean, we could also give it a little tiny bit of a rocket booster so that it doesn't immediately explode upon contact with the planet. That would probably be best. Assuming it doesn't get hit by literally anything in space that obliterates it on its very convoluted way to the planet. Exactly. <laughs> if we have to do it more than once... I will just be sitting in the in wherever they will allow me to sit and work on engineering things, and I'll just make like ten of them. We're not having ten clap traps on the ship. <laughs> no, 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 no. They are disconnected until they're well on their way. Does anyone else have ideas for ways people can be lured out? I mean, we don't necessarily want to bring anyone else into this. One of us could pretend to be 
a bounty hunter on the Shadownet. We also have Scorpia. Yeah, I was about to say, friendly reminder, you do already have a bounty hunter friend who is in on at least part of this. But that could be traced back to her, which would be a problem for us. I could create another way that they could get at us, and I'd really rather not have that happen. True. But perhaps she could find a way to lay a trail and then someone else could deliver the information. That's true. An over-eager bounty hunter that's like, oh my god, they're there. Look, I found them. Badly photoshop a picture of the opal star in orbit around the planet that we want to have this <laughs> debate for. <laughs> I mean, not that cheap, but basically. They were just like, <laughs> drop, drop the right hint in the right place. I'm like, okay, I saw the ship and it looked like this. And it was really pretty and it was going in this direction. My only concern about uh, using something as broad as going in this direction is that they could accidentally actually find us because we are going to be in the system. That is a good point. I do like the picture idea, though, because it's very specific, right? Just line up the picture. They won't be looking at, for example, Pluto. They'll be looking at the second planet from the sun instead of the 19th or whatever it is in the solar system. I'm sure there's a way that I could be done. Tolly's really good with space Photoshop. Is she going to hide Skeletor in the picture while she's at it? Yes, she absolutely would do that. But she would do it so well, you can't mm-hmm. tell. Mm-hmm. But if you zoom in to the pictures that you're just seeing pixels, and you just keep zooming in until you're like out of one pixel, you can keep on zooming in and eventually you just find this little tiny Skeletor. Hidden in a subpixel. No one will ever know, or Tally will never admit just exactly how many pictures she's done that to. Perfect. I see nothing wrong with this. But there's a running theory that there's like a good quarter to a third of the pictures on the internet that she might have at some point embedded <laughs> tiny Skeletor Alright. She was really, really, really bored. Also, Skeletor is now canonically a part of this show. I'm cool with this. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you also made Lady Gaga canon, so... Yeah. That's true. That's true. I'm not ashamed of that. That's a good one to add. The things we have made canon. So yeah, the Photoshop idea could be easily done and just drop that somewhere. Does anyone else have ideas or things they want to suggest? Unless we could somehow... Tally, since you would, in theory, be making this video, would it be possible to sort of embed something, uh, I don't know about, like a transmitter or something, but where we can see who has looked at it, downloaded it, things like that, or would that be too much of a off? You mean basically like y'all did with the song? Yes, like that. <laughs> Yeah, okay. (laughs) Yeah, that can be done. I just didn't want it. The thing is, you just gotta make it really, really tiny and hide it really, really well in the (laughs) metadata. Alright. I'm really good at hiding things really, really well in images. Alright. She's just mentally picturing the current record of how many Skeletors she's hidden. Mentally counting Skeletors. 
currently 19,730,000. All right. Yeah, I just worry that the picture would be under more scrutiny than the song was. But if that can still be done, then all right. Yeah, I mean, there are ways to make it blend in. Might not be perfect, but sometimes computers will just like automatically embed things in the picture. So I could fake that enough to give us some time before if they figure it out. Depends on how smart the people that find it are. Yeah, that would be a problem. Yeah, I can make that work. Just might take some time. I can have it done by like lunch tomorrow, maybe. All right. Have to drop off the Volna anyway. That's true. Also, everything's still alright with them, Spectra? You see Spectra pulls up a thing, she's like, huh. Yes, they seem to be doing alright. Oh. Oh, that's not surprising. Now, activate Dollhouse Protocol. Activated. Spectra, what's going on? It looks like our friend is trying very feebly to hack their way out, so... Dollhouse Protocol is going to make her think she's succeeding even when she's not. Fantastic. It's an interesting way to see what they're looking for and what they're trying to do with that information. I'd get another nice scoop of suspicion. I've learned it's a good way to gauge what people are looking for without letting them get any control. Because you learn a lot about the person when they think they're getting away with everything that they want. Ferida is quietly consuming her bowl of suspicion, <laughs> watching this go down. <laughs> like, yep, I knew something was up with this. Yep, yeah, Spectre looks annoyed, but not overly surprised. No, no, I mean, we're, we're all suspicious. She literally has a protocol built into her AI specifically for this kind of situation. Exactly. This is a big pile of suspicious people who are not only suspicious of each other in some degree, but are suspicious of the entire rest of the galaxy at the same time. And then there's Anima. <laughs> and then there's Anima. It's just along for the ride. <laughs> Anima is here, you guys. Still, I yeah. haven't said anything in over an hour, but I am still here. <laughs> yeah. How is Anima processing just all of what's going on? Are we recording again? Yeah. Did I not actually hit the- yeah, Oh, we are! Look at that! Oh, we are. Yeah, we are. I had the best one Oh, God, did I not oh. actually hit the button? Shocking. Never mind. Continue. My bad. Giving me a heart attack. Anima's wondering why we don't just take the bounty hunter that we have, have her pretend to capture us, take us straight to Trigger, and have the fight on our terms with an extra bounty hunter hand. If they don't just want to talk, but figure since nobody else has said that, it's a stupid plan. No, it's not a stupid plan. We're just too suspicious to do that. Yeah. yeah. Or to think of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's such a direct and reasonable course of action. Yeah, so we can't think that's, of it. That's anima. It's direct. <laughs> Straight to the point, you guys. I think Spectra might be thinking something along those lines, but she's trying to figure out if this is someone who might want to kill her immediately for any reason. Fair enough. Was the question also floating around that we actually don't know how to get a hold of Trigger? Because I feel like we've mentioned turning ourselves in and being like, well, why don't we get the bounty for turning ourselves in? Which is a joke. That is to say, Farad is ready to go in guns blazing. <laughs> 
So, but with how the bounty was set up, you don't contact Trigger directly, but there's someone you can, he has a proxy you contact with information. Yeah. Because Trigger's paranoid. Welcome to the club, Trigger. Join the club, club, my guy. (laughs) (laughs) Trigger's upper level black market. And you don't get there and stay alive without being really fucking paranoid. Yeah. And cautious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maria could have explained at some point that he would have a proxy who would come in and certify that you are who they're looking for, and then he would be brought in. Yeah. So we would probably be brought in by the proxy, not by uh, Scorpio. Scorpio would probably would not be allowed in with us. Well, Scorpio would deliver, and Scorpio can also negotiate some things. Yeah, but I doubt I want to see Trigger when I hand them over as one of them. The tropes say, I don't think anybody has the clout to negotiate for, we want to see the face of our faceless benefactor in this particular contract or situation. Yeah. They can negotiate some things, but the face of the the contractor is not one of them. No. Because they're paranoid. I mean, in certain lines of work, it's a job requirement. Otherwise, you are not in that line of work for very long. Spectra's currently watching readouts to see what exactly our friend is trying to hack into. Hmm. Perhaps we may be able to learn something from our friend here. Looks like Noah's was able to get some sort of back hack into her personal system. And... She's searching our docking number. I see we were second to the party for picking up bait. Well, looks like we can't drop her off, can we? No, but perhaps if we let her think she's taking us in, we could find out where she would be going. Or we could talk to her ourselves. Ew, talking people. Yes, but she could lie. There are ways of making people talk, Verna. You, okay, you know what, you're right. You're right. You're better at talking than I. Go for it. He's a joke. No, wait. Verna does not talk. Whatever, where are you? Charisma? Oh, never mind. She does have, oh my goodness, these stats. What the hell? She can talk. She can apparently do a lot of things. I keep on forgetting that we rolled those stats. Yeah. Rolling stats is pretty great. I mean, I can talk, but I'd rather be a wingman. Well, if we let her think she's in control, we can learn things. Then we let her know that she's not in control, and then see what she says when she gets really pissed off. It's surprisingly effective. Sounds like a reasonable idea, perfectly honest. Yeah. There is a reason this protocol exists. Well, of course. It doesn't just lock them in a room and then fill it with knockout gas. I mean, that's not a bad idea also, but yeah. I'm going to sit here and drink some tea. I'm going to allow the people that are good at subtle communication with individuals be good at their job. I'm going to stand over here and look pretty. She's probably not going to make a move to get out right now. She'll probably wait until nighttime if she's smart. But she is. She's trying to be very subtle about it. Mm-hmm. 
So we would just be finding the location of where she would be taking us and not letting her transport us there? Yes, with the dollhouse protocol, it will seem very much like she's taking control of whatever she wants to take control of, but it won't actually work. So long as she doesn't try and vince the entire ship, she shouldn't figure it out. Because that's hard to fake. You could have it start to vent their room. That would trick them. Start. Not do it all the way. <laughs> but just do it enough that they're like, okay, it's working. Oh boy. Just make it a little thin in there, you know? No, this is why y'all are good at talking to individuals and I'm not. You go do the thing. I just don't... I get what you mean, Spectra. And I do agree that knowing where we would be taken is helpful. I just also don't appreciate someone trying to make a fool of me. It's one of the things I really don't like. Oh, wait. That's how we met. You were brooding in a bar at some point, and you were making some really serious I'm gonna stab somebody faces, and I was sick and tired of my performances of the day, so I was also making sick and tired faces, and we just accidentally looked up at each other and said, yes, we want to go kill something, and then started having a conversation, if I remember correctly. <laughs> it was something very similar to that. Somebody had tried to not pay you for a job, or I don't know exactly what it was. But yeah, I remember that. That's a thing. One of the leads you thought you were chasing turned out to be someone just trying to screw you over. That's not what she said to yeah. Farad at the time, but probably. <laughs> With that anecdote from Farida out of the way, she's going to move her way into the background and sit on her tea, which is a brood of suspicion and suspense. Thing is, they want to be making a fool of us, though. We would be playing them. Is there a way we can uh, try their electronics from the other side once we've gotten what we needed from that? That way they can't uh, raise an alarm. Part of Dollhouse Protocol is none of their communications are ever actually going to leave the ship. Good. We can feed them information if we need to, but most likely the only way we'll know where they would take us to would be to let them get to the helm. Or at least think that they get to the Yes, which would require people either hiding or playing along. Because right now she doesn't know exactly how many people are on the ship, and I have Nell obscuring that number. By obscuring the number, I mean she's not able to air quotes around the word hack into that yet. There are several ways we could play this, but what do you all feel comfortable with? I agree that having the information of where we would be going is very important. But we would have to figure out a few things, like what path she'd be most likely to take from quarantine to the helm. Would she try to check the rooms, or try to break into any of Nell's sensors? And then yeah, she would have to let her into the helm, which would definitely be a problem in, in and of itself. Is it possible, just in case things go wrong? We can make it so she could definitely not use the jump drive. That way she can't just move us out in case things do go wrong. Most of the things she thinks she can access, she actually cannot. It will appear as far as she can tell, but she would never be able to access the jump drive 
parts of these systems will tell her the engineering is closed due to some sort of hazard or another. I don't remember which one it's on. But there's a variety of things that would keep her out of both places. Plus, Lex is not letting anyone in engineering. So she's not going to be able to get to any of that. Alright. She would just be accessing them remotely then. She wouldn't be... To her, it would look like she would be. Whatever she tries. So it wouldn't be having her escape and physically use the helm. Well, she might try and physically use the helm, but everything with the health protocol, unless it's me entering it, it will all look like it's doing what she's telling it to, without actually doing anything. Alright. For a moment, I thought it was that we would have to allow her to sort of escape quarantine and then go to the helm itself. But if it's just remotely, then that shouldn't be a problem. The best way to make sure that we get the information on where she wants to take us would likely be to let her escape to the helm. But the reason it's called the dollhouse protocol is because while it looks like everything is doing exactly what Sash tells it to, Mm -hmm. but it's not actually doing it. So it's all a big fake. Yeah. So she could get out, but certain rooms and areas would be locked, but she would be able to get up to the helm and enter in coordinates. It wouldn't actually go to those coordinates, but that information would be there. Either that, or you could just go up, knock on the door, and say, Hey, idiot. It ain't happening. Tell us what you know. Alright, are there any good hiding places in or near the helm? Sorry, she can't make an escape. There are several. Alright. She's gonna pull up a map and point to six or seven different places where you could just hide behind a piece of wall. There are a lot of hidey holes on this ship. She is a ninja. You don't know why she has all these places where you can hide, but there are quite a few places where you can just hide in the mall. Alright, and then what should we do with her after we find this information out? Lock her up in the brig and find out everything she knows. And after that? Depending on what the information we get, either hand it over to authorities or keep her in the until we get the other situation dealt with. So even if we did have to keep her in the brig longer, we would eventually give her over to the authorities or something like that? Yes. Depending on what she's done. Because we're still not entirely sure exactly why she was in that escape pod. I'm pretty sure most of what she told us was a lie, but we might be able to gather some of the information on what she did by letting her think she has free reign. It's amazing what people will try and send the second they think they're home free. Alright, well, let's go ahead and start. It's a dinner now. You said she would, what, wait until nighttime? Most likely. Wait until light nighttime when she thinks everyone's going to be asleep. We'll probably have to have Ty somewhere where she can see him so she thinks she's secured to one person on the ship. And perhaps another one or two, because... Don't want her to think it's too easy, but we could have everyone else waiting hidden in the helm until we get to the information we need, and then in Dollhouse Protocol and lock her in the brig. 
Then we find out what she knows. Yeah, and the break's really hard to get out of. I've tried. I was bored. Thank you for joining us and stay tuned next time to find out what happens on board the Opal Star. If you don't want to wait, you can get early access to our episodes over at patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial. If you like our show, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting app so people can know where to find us. We couldn't do this without your help. Aboard the Opal Star is a production of Pseudonym Social, changing reality one story at a time. It is DM'd and produced by me, Brianna Toiber. I'm Casey, and I'm playing Anima the Ashenforged. Victor, I'm playing Farida the Promethean. My name's Alexis, and I am playing Mylena Sorel, the Eldori. With music by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. To get more information on this or any of our other shows, check out our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com. Hello, we are here today to tell you about Modified Role. What you're about to hear are real-life testimonies of people who have been affected by Modified Role. None of the people you're about to hear are paid actors. I mean, they are actors, but we're not paying them. Before I found Modified Role, I never knew of the foe that plagued humanity for generations, Rivers. Before Modified Role, I didn't know there were dice with more than six sides. Well, uh, before I found Modified Rule, I thought fantasy role-playing was something you did in the bedroom. Before Modified Rule, I didn't know Warland Dice could be so dangerous. Uh, before Modified Rule came along, I couldn't tell the difference between a D20 and a tennis ball. Needless to say, it's changed my life. Before Modified Rule, I was shocked when someone would offer to show me their minis. So, with so many lives changed through Modified Rule, don't you think it's time you gave it a try? Modified Rule has not been proven to improve life in any measurable metric, and cannot be held responsible for any detrimental impact caused by listening to the podcast. Modified Rule takes no responsibility for loss of birds, dwarves, or animal companions. 